There's a lot of news going on today. We're also expecting to hear from our friend Gretchen Smith from Code of Vets to get an update on what's going on with our veterans who are in need in the middle of what's happening in Afghanistan as we see our American troops being involved in trying to rescue Americans. We remember the importance of every one of those veterans and how we must, we must take care of them once they come home too. So with that in mind, let's look back before Gretchen gets here on what's gone on over the weekend. We've had uh, pretty much the fall of Afghanistan in rapid, rapid timeline. Uh, the Taliban even took over the presidential palace in the capital of Kabul. Uh, the president left because he said he didn't want to inspire any more bloodshed. But the Taliban moved in right away and held a press conference. Creating a popular uprising. Uh, as a result of uh, that, uh, we, 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 all the provinces uh, uh, fell to us. And uh, because of the support of the people, uh, we were able uh, to have resistance against the uh, occupation for 20 years. Yeah, they held a calm press conference while we haven't heard a word out of our president. There was an attempt to blame Donald Trump and say, well, uh, we were just following the Trump agreement. And I will tell you, uh, you guys canceled so many other Trump agreements. If you didn't think this agreement was good, you would have and should have canceled it. But then once people pushed back, Secretary of State Blinken decided it was time to blame the Afghanistan military and leadership for the failure. It... Uh, it's kind of shocking how they're blamestorming here. I have to tell you that uh, the inability of Afghan security forces uh, to defend their country uh, has played a, a very uh, powerful role in what we've seen over the last, uh, the last few weeks. The fact is we invested, uh, the international community invested over 20 years, billions of dollars in these forces. Let's not forget all of the lives, American lives that were lost or forever changed especially those who've now been mutilated by the fighting. Let's let's pay attention to that. Joe Biden piled on the Afghanistan army as well. The Afghan troops have 300,000 well-equipped, as well-equipped as any army in the world. The likelihood there's going to be the Taliban overrunning everything and owning the whole country is highly unlikely. Well, it turned out to be a wrong statement, didn't it, sir? And it does look like the fall of Saigon from April of 1975, even though this administration's trying to deny that, uh, Secretary of State Tony Blinken. This is not Saigon. We went to Afghanistan 20 years ago with one mission, and that mission was to deal with the folks who attacked us on 9-11. And we have succeeded in that mission. Remaining in Afghanistan is not in the national interest. Yeah, well, I, I agree but you should have left a stabilizing force there. It, it kind of appears that would have been the wise thing to do. All right, I see she's on hold waiting to uh, talk to us. Our buddy Gretchen Smith, who helps veterans all over the country, she's in urgent need of your attention for a couple of minutes. Gretchen Smith, a veteran herself, she comes from a family that served this country, and she's dedicated her life in retirement from the military to helping so many of our veterans who are facing dire situations in terms of finances and just guidance. So Gretchen Smith, Code of Vets, 
I'm so happy you're here. It's a really important day for us. Welcome back, my friend. Thank you, Mike, for having me. We have so much going on. So this is a great time to to talk about the mission. Well, yeah, the mission is important. And it's something that came to you from a very personal place. As I said, you were a vet. Your father also a vet. And you lost your dad after his struggle with PTSD. And you realized that he was just one of so many, correct? Right. I, you know, I didn't realize what an issue this is in our community. And the more, you know, that we've grown uh, with Code of Vets and we've assisted thousands of veterans that have come our way. It is it's it's a, it's a daily struggle for for thousands of our veterans who are out there walking that path um, just, you know, in darkness, not able to find their way through it. And it's just so important for us to be out there as many of us as possible, letting them know, reaching out our hand. You are not alone. You do not have to do this alone. And that's what the inspiration of Code of Vets is, is just being there for our brothers and sisters, whatever the need may look like. We address it with them. And you do it on a personal level after they have reached out to you. These are uh, veterans who go to codeofvets.com and have uh, asked you for help. And you and your partner do a serious vetting of them to find out who has the most immediate need and try and address it. Is that a correct assessment? It, it is, Mike. We have so many veterans come in our way uh, because we do good work, you know, and it is about the veterans and 98 percent of the funds go directly to them, um, again, with a variety of needs. And Cindy, her name, her name is Dr. Cindy Walter, my partner. She is the one who vets our veterans. She does a fantastic job, has been helping veterans for many years years way beyond you know code of vets existence and she's just a true advocate a warrior for our veteran community and we take we triage our cases we have so many in line uh, we have 176 in line right now but we've triaged them and our top 17 are homeless and those are the ones that we are really focused on right now throughout the country are, are, are trying to stabilize them to give them that second shot at life which they so deserve I agree with you. 17 homeless vets for a small organization like Coda Vets, which, by the way, uh, I, I guess if somebody wants to donate, they can go to CodaVets.com and there's a place to click and donate. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Please go $5, $10. That's how we operate on those grassroots donations. And it, it it makes an incredible impact because we're assisting veterans in real time and the money gets to them. We're not utilizing the money. We're volunteers. Our operating budget is 2%. So what, what you give gets to those vets. We wow. are, uh, <laughs> we're a lifeline for so many of our vets out there. And it's, it's such a blessing to be able to do this, but we need, um, our nation's help to be able to touch as many veterans' lives as possible. Yeah, I'm with you on this. Uh, 98 cents out of every dollar goes right into the hands of a veteran to help a veteran, 17 of which are homeless right now. And we're trying to do some great work to help these veterans out. Not only are these vets struggling, some of them trying to keep their families together, trying to keep their car from being repossessed or their home from being foreclosed, and of course the 17 homeless, but these are folks who are facing severe uh, mental pressures. And I, I think it's fair to say the veteran suicide problem has still not slowed. We're still 20 to 22 vets a day taking their lives. And that, to me, is one of the greatest tragedies in this country today. 
Absolutely. It's something that we need to highlight every day. I feel like our media needs to pick up on this, not just on Veterans Day, but every day, because our warriors are the ones who have secured our freedoms and our nation. We would not be here without them. And they, we have a lot of them out there who are struggling. Their journeys need to be shared. Their stories need to be told. And they need to know they're not alone. It, it's, it is deadly to isolate yourself. So it's so important for us to wrap around them when they are in those dark moments. And that's what we try to do here at Code of Vets is we try to reach out to them to let them know we are here for you. You can message us. You can get on code, you know, codeofvets.com, fill out your vet need form. Um, and we can plug them into different veteran uh, resources in their community or we will fly them to a facility to get them the help that we need because we are partnered with a couple different ones that are fantastic for combat trauma and PTSD. So there is no reason to walk that path alone. There are just so many incredible options out there in today's world. Uh, we, we do have the capability of decreasing these numbers, Mike. We just need to stay on top of it and make sure that this is a highlighted topic throughout our nation. With you. I'm with you. We're talking to Gretchen Smith. She is the founder, co-founder of Code of Vets. It's a charity that helps veterans in need and also highlights the needs of veterans. But like many charities during the pandemic, donations are way down. And I'm asking folks if you feel like you could skip uh, a, a latte frappe mochaccino today and and afford five bucks to help a veteran i think it would go a long way and maybe do it a couple times a week who's to say uh they certainly could use it at codeofvets.com codeofvets.com and i'll tell people they should follow you on twitter because you can see the stories and you can actually see the people who are being helped the men and women who are getting help from gretchen's organization my friend it's been too long since we've talked I hope you will be a regular and let me know how we can help anytime. God bless, Max. Thank you. No, no, no. God bless you, Gretchen Smith. I honestly believe these people are doing God's work. And if you can maybe skip a latte this week and donate to Code of Vets, it'll make a world of difference to one of the people who fought to protect our freedoms. Michael Pelka, stepping aside.